In the coldest regions of the Arctic Ocean, the depths harbor strange and alien life. Normally, living things take breathing for granted. Lungs, gills, trachea. It's all about moving that sweet, sweet oxygen throughout the body. The giant sea spider, though, laughs at convention. When the water all around you is rich with oxygen, you just need the right skin when you need to breathe here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us at our home on the web or visit us. That's another way of saying that uh, at ldtaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, Richard Kaspar, Lottie, Aubrey, and Gray Hughes. Not saying that Lottie, Aubrey, and Gray are all have the last name Hughes. Um, but uh, anyway, thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about a spider in the last place you'd think to look for one. But more on that later. That's correct. Uh, although it's not a spider. Technically. Yeah. But we are, are talking, we talking about... about uh, so, this is the Antarctic sea spider? Yeah, is that a question? Yes. Because you had just written uh, yes. sea spider, right? I wrote giant sea spider. Um, but yes, it does live in the Antarctic, so it could be called that. It's just one of those things where this, there is not a lot of information on the individual species. And um, they don't have a lot of, like, common names for their nomenclature. So they're just called their nomenclature in the scientific community because uh, no one outside of that community cares much about them. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the I have it here as the giant sea spider. I just wanted the biggest one um, that lived in this area. Uh, but we're going to call it here, Sir Spindly Sea Legs and Antarctic Allegra. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little leggy. <clears throat> but more on that later. Yeah, uh, would you, do you have any quizzes? No, because it's time, to, it's, we, we have, we got to taxonomize this, Captain, taxonomize me, Captain. Okay, well, it's in the kingdom, Animalia, you know it, you love it, you are in it. The phylum is Arthropoda. Mm -hmm. The subphylum is Chelicerata, which is what spiders are in. We're on our way to spiders. We're on, we're, we have taken the exit off to spider town <coughs> but before oh no, no we haven't taken the exit off the heart of spider we've taken we are on the highway that leads to spider town but we're about to take the exit before we enter into the uh into the city limits 
Yeah, we are taking the exit <laughs> class pick Picnogana Day. Yeah, so we're we 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 got off just before Spider Town. And the order is Pantapoda, which I assume means pa- pretend feet. Pants for your feet? What? <laughs> like pantomime? Maybe it's like pretend or something. Is a pantomime a pretend mime? Pantomime means to like pretend to do something. Yeah, but isn't that what miming does by itself? So would pantomime? What is pantomime? I don't. I don't know what the etymology of that is. And it's not worth looking nope. up. And yet, my fingers are still tightening. <laughs> I can't stop it. Help! What family is it in? Oh, okay. Uh, it's in the family Colossendei. Day. Day. Oh, those are two different vowels. Two different vowel combinations, but it doesn't it mean the same? D E I D A E Day D Day 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 Die. <laughs> well, col- that's got to be the big, the big, big one. Colossan Day Day. Uh, Colossan Day Day. Uh, it's in the genus. Decolopoda. More on that later. It's in the species Australis. Decolopoda Australis. All right. Well, since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show Critter Groups. I know this isn't a spider. We got off just before Spider Town, like I said, but we're going to do spiders again because spiders have multiple terms of entry, and I don't think we've used this one yet. So, if you saw a group of spiders before burning the house down, would you you, uh, tell your insurance company? I burned the house down because A, I saw a gradient of spiders, B, a scribble of spiders, C, a billing of spiders, or D, a venom of spiders, or E, would you not tell your insurance company that you burned the house down? That would be, like, would you? E, final Yeah, that was, that's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, venom, uh, what were the other ones? Uh, gradient, me, scribble, billing, and venom. Let's go with a billing. It's a dark horse, dark horse candidate. Billing, final answer. I thought you were going to get it because you, you sat on it for a little bit. It's a venom of spiders is the correct answer. I mean, that's the obvious one. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but I could not. I think I wrote. I could not bring myself to go. With I wrote that. this when I was looking at my company's online portal. And it just said Billy. And I was like, okay, that's going to be one of my options. <laughs> See, sometimes you put in a lot of effort and sometimes this <laughs> happens. So I have no idea. But guess what? All of those were equally valid as terms of venery because they are nonsense. Valid, yes. Uh, appropriate, no. <laughs> And they hardly ever are. This one is. Uh, lo- this one is. Would you like to know what it looks like? 
Yes. So sea spiders in general have a small body size compared to their long spindly legs. They kind of look like a cross between a spider and a crab. Like if a spider was crab or if a crab was spider. Their legs are their most striking feature with most species having eight of them arranged in four pairs. But some have five and some have six pairs. But our friend Deco Lopoda has ten legs, so five pairs. Yep, not a spider for sure. Uh, and sea spiders' legs can uh, be ten times the length of their body. So they're very, very leggy. For good reason. Almost all, all a leg, yeah. Uh, and like, if you look at some of them, they look like they barely even have a body. They are, their body is just where all the, a nexus of legs. Yeah. It's where all the legs meet. Yeah. Uh, and this one is like yellow. If you, if you want to know about color, uh, I saw it was so hard to find a picture of this thing, but it, I the one I saw was yellow. Now the size range among sea spiders is wild. Uh, so let's talk about how big they are. Welcome to the beloved measure up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in an audio of yourself saying, singing or making spider sounds, the, the words measure up into LD taxonomy at gmail.com. We don't have a new measure up intro this week, which means we get to hear from an animal. We could call this featured creatures when we look at like animal animals in movies and TV shows and stuff. That, but that, then you're having a named segment in, as an introduction to a named segment. It's since we don't have a measure up, it's time for yeah, featured creatures to introduce measure up. Yeah, and guess what measure up is? A segment inside the the general uh, info. What is it? The general info, yeah. So Speaking of Which gen- is inside the description. Speaking of general info, um, pantop- pantopoda means all feet. Pan. That's what we should have looked at. Uh, means all. Like, like a Pangea or Pandora. All the doors. All doors. That's right. <laughs> I think it's all. All I think it's all gold. Dor- Dora, like Dorado, being gold. Yeah, like El Dorado. Yeah, all the gold. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Do you know which what that's what that spider is? No, but he's adorable. <laughs> it's Lucas the spider. It's like a web series <laughs> uh, uh. of like the the cute fuzzy kind of jumping spider, and it's like yeah. a CG animated, and he's caught under a glass. It's um, 
I've I've seen the title for it on Netflix a lot. Um, oh yeah, but I think I've, they have like a full. Uh, I think they have a full show, like series now. I've never hazarded to to click on it for the kids um, because uh, I'm currently very sensitive about yeah uh, showing Mason anything that would make him more uh, afraid. Because I like to sleep. Lucas is animated. To also, I love him, door and I wouldn't. I don't wouldn't do that on purpose. Just to just to throw that out there. What? <laughs> uh, I think yeah. If you watch that short, he seems to be a good little spider. Yeah, but is the stuff that happens to him very scary? Is there a lot of like him being attacked um, or chased or? It seems like, well, I've only seen this short that I played a little clip of. And in that, he's just kind of talking. And then he's like caught under a glass and he wiggles his way out. Yeah, see, we, we watch Gabby's Dollhouse. And there is no peril whatsoever in that show. And that works very well. <laughs> the, pe- the, the imperiling the main character's might lead to some uh, nightmare situations literally for him and then figuratively for us as we're staying awake all night with him he's not ready for the lion king yet then no um maybe just the hakuna matata song (laughs) (laughs) but what about when he comes to you and says dad i must know the lore behind this song um, I need more narrative in my bloodstream, please. Then I'll then I'll show him the scene in Toy Story where they they're listening to Hakuna Matana, but only that, not not before <laughs> or after, because I don't this want. This is a <laughs> fictional song that is listened to by a fictional family in another universe. <laughs> uh, let's talk about length. They're about 11.8 inches or 30 centimeters. It was a matter of clicking on the most dubious foreign country links to find that information. How many spider, how many sea spiders go into the world's longest glacier? Is it guess where the glacier in Svalbard? No, it's that's the wrong side. The Lambert Glacier is in Antarctica. And it is the world's largest glacier. It's 60 miles or 96 kilometers wide and 8,200 feet or 2,500 meters deep. 8,000 feet. Feet. Tall, basically. Yeah. And so we're getting the length. You told me the width and the height. A glacier is essentially a river of ice that moves. It slides. Uh, Let's uh, say... people get bent out of shape when they go away. um, I mean, eventually they have to go somewhere. They are constantly going. Let's go with... A thousand. 
This is a very. Um, I guess it, a river could be sixty miles wide and a thousand feet long. Thousand miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be a really weird river if it was sixty miles wide and a thousand feet long. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, like it's a river going in the other direction. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close to not. It's. it's I just measured this wrong. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going to say 5.2 5, million is my answer, since this guy's about a foot long. 5.2 million suspiders. Yeah, suspiders. Final answer. Correct. Yes, final answer. The correct answer is 1.4 million suspiders. Uh, the glacier is 270 miles or 435 Kilometers long. Pitiful. Maybe if we stopped global warming things up, it would be longer, guys. <laughs> global warming things up. Let me global warming warm up my dinner from last night in the microwave. People keep breathing on the glaciers, and now we don't have any left. Uh, let's talk about depth. There's they live six thousand two hundred feet. 200 and feet. What the heck? What is it? 11 o'clock? Yeah. 6,200 feet or uh, 1,800 meters deep. And they don't have to live that far down. They can live uh, anywhere in between. How many spiders living depths go into the average depth of the Indian Ocean? And so we're talking average depth. But here's a hint. The Indian Ocean's lowest point is the Java Trench at 24,000 feet or 7,450 meters. Well, that was helpful. Was it? Well, you know, it's not well, deeper than that. That's yeah, I know. It's, I know that's not it's not going to be more than that. I'm going to go with one. One, one living depth. depth is the average. Final answer. Yes. The correct answer is 1.9. Ah. Almost See, two. With these, these. You could have said two. And yeah, these. School. If I'd said two, I would have been right on the money. If I said one, and I'm so I'm just colossally off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with these small numbers. The uh, we can go astronomical, if you'd like. The average depth of the Indian Ocean is three three thousand seven hundred and forty-one meters, or twelve thousand feet. A puddle, basically. Yeah. But that's all I got for for that. Would you like to hear any fast facts before we get into the major fact? Sure, sure. Uh, our Antarctic sea spider friend lives in the Indian Ocean and presumably Antarctica. And maybe Australia. Because it's got Australis in its name, in its binomial name. And this information I found on its uh, dimensions was found on uh, uh, from An a Australian museum website. 
in Australia, yes. So in general, sea spiders, the the entire what is it class, can be found in a variety of locations ranging from Australia and New Zealand to the Pacific coast of the United States to the Mediterranean Sea and the Caribbean Sea, and even uh, north and south poles. It's one of three. Our our pal is the our Antarctic one is one of three species in its genus with 10 legs. During reproduction, males fertilize eggs externally. When the eggs are laid, the fathers care for them, not the mothers. Some spe- sea spider larvae are dependent on their on hosts for survival, like a parasite or a commensal symbiote. Um including clams and marine worms. And then when they reach adulthood, they no longer need the hosts. Their digestive system is unique. I'll just say they have diverticula, which are external digestive organs. And they also have a proboscis that allows them to slurp nutrients from soft-bodied invertebrates. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, some members of the sea spider class are so small that each muscle is only a single cell. And then they can go grow up to be, uh, well, they don't grow, but like other, other family members are like 11 inches long. So that's a quite uh, a range. That would be like if you had a cousin who was a thousand feet tall. Well, I mean, you can think of it as like mammals. Just the think to think of like sea spiders are as diverse as mammals. <laughs> well, that mammals I'm are mad. that diverse. I'm mad about it. No. <laughs> well, yes, they are. I mean, not everything is like birds are. Pangolin. Uh, two different sea spiders are as different as a pangolin and a cow. I'm mad now. In in but, terms of size, uh, yeah. In terms of everything, in terms of categorization, in terms of the appropriate level to make their common, uh, their commonalities on the taxonomic scale. Yeah, you think that mammalia should be a phylum, right? No, I think sea spiders how- should be a, a family. <laughs> Roll then write to your local congressman. Okay, I will. And then I'll throw in all the stuff about terms of venery I don't like. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's something to give up at the negotiation table. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. It doesn't, like, it's not that important. Yeah. But it but would then be you, great. If we, but you have something to work back, to roll back on to com- for compromising. Yeah. And then, then you can split the difference with terms of, terms of venery. Owls don't even have powdered wigs, I'll say. Yeah, so why why would they be a parliament? That's mm-hmm. this is this is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I won't budge on this. And then I budge on it so that I can get rid of uh so I can knock sea spiders down a peg. Um mm-hmm. That's all I got for that. Do you have any fat big facts? You'd be knocking them down two pegs from class all the way to family goodness. Okay, yeah. yes. This major fact is called 
No need to breathe. Need to breathe used to be, or still is, my favorite band. Um, so all animals need to breathe. Uh, or at least they need to respirate in some way. They Getting oxygen from the environment uh, and transferring it to vital organs is how... It's how, definitely how everything bigger than the spider, spiders living on your face get by. Um, but it is essential to absolutely everything alive to exchange gas in some way. And that includes cells. Um, animals, multicellular organisms, uh, either have lungs, which are uh, airbags that suck oxygen from the atmosphere and transfer it to the bloodstream to be carried to the organs and muscles. Mammals, birds, reptiles, amphibians all have lungs. There's gills, uh, which are specialized organs with capillaries that absorb oxygen from the water rather than the air. Um, or tracheae, which are tubes that insects and similar insectoid uh, animals like spiders uh, have that allow air to pass directly through the carapace directly to the tissues and the sea spider has none of these things uh since its body the the actual body of the the spider is so the sea spider is so small um like you said it just looks like where it's just the place where all of the legs meet this this animal is like 97 and a half percent legs um it's so since, since his body is so small, like a Scotsman drinking an aquarium of whiskey, they have hollow legs. <laughs> um, their guts, gonads, and gumption can all be found in their legs rather than in their tiny bodies. Um, they have a heart in their bodies, but it's very weak and not responsible for getting anything around the entire animal. It's three um, sizes too small. No, two sizes too small. At least two, yeah. Um, it need this this little sea spider needs a needs a hel uh, a heaping helping of Christmas spirit. Mm. Um, but the same goes for that respiratory system. They actually don't have normal lungs. They don't have gills. They don't have tracheae. Um, their heart is too weak to pump uh, enough oxygen around the body to sustain itself. In fact, this isn't why. This is why there aren't land arthropods that are very big. Um, we don't have any that are. I mean, unless I'm missing something, um, can't think of any arthropods that live that are larger than a, you know, a foot across in diameter. What about like, the that's, that's really big? Earhart. Oh, the. Uh, um, those are, but those are crabs, so they they can live underwater, can't they? Oh, now I'm looking dumb. Um, definitely not insects that use. So, like the point is, is the trachea part. Um, uh, crabs can grow up to very large sizes because they have gills, and so they can breathe. Um. They can respirate that way, and they have a circulatory system that takes the oxygen that they get from their gills and distributes it to the rest of their body. Um, insects don't have gills or lungs, so they don't breathe through their mouths at all. Um, 
the air enters directly into their abdomens through these holes. Um, and the larger the insect, the, the longer the air has to travel through these holes to get to the, the, the tissue. Um, and the, the oxygen in the air diffuses and less oxygen gets to the animal. Um, so unless you have a very oxygen rich environment, um, a large insect can't survive. Doesn't won't, won't get enough oxygen through it, these tracheae to live. Um, but you know what a great oxygen-rich environment is? The waters of the Antarctic. <laughs> um, cold oceanic waters are very, very rich in oxygen, which is which is why a lot of um, the migrations of animals have a stop in this area um, because uh, a lot of just the the circle of life of in in the ocean um, takes place here since there's so much uh, since the, the the water is so rich in oxygen um, and that's fine if you are a crab and have gills um, but the sea spider doesn't have room in its body for gills. Um, and since the tracheae that I mentioned about insects and insectoids like spiders and, and scorpions and whatnot, um, that, that only works with uh, air and not water, the researchers have actually spent a, quite a bit of time not really knowing how spiders got any sort of respiration going. Um, but recently, they finally discovered that they have these tiny pores in the hard carapace in their legs. The water goes into the pores. The, oxy the oxygen is absorbed um, into the gut tissue. But then how does it get to the rest of the body? There's no blood. There's no like proper circulatory system. Um, and they ran a bunch of experiments... Uh, by using dye and stuff. They injected dye into this, uh, um, into its heart, which, okay. Uh, but the, to see like, okay, does it, does the heart pump um, the oxygen throughout the body? And it doesn't. It only went to the proboscis and the brain. And that was it. Doesn't go to the legs where all of the rest of the animal is. So the reality is that the, the the oxygen is absorbed from the water into the legs of this of the sea spider, and then its gut con contracts. So its intestines uh, and stomach uh, contract, and that pushes the oxygen through up up the legs and towards the uh, towards the body. So it actually uses its uh, intestines and, and just its gut in general. It's GI to breathe. So while That's almost disgusting. every... While almost, and and it's, it's located in its legs. So while almost everything else either pumps oxygen around using a circulatory system powered by like a heart um, or gets oxygen directly injected into its tissues, the sea spider uses its stomach and intestines which are located in its legs to breathe. It breathes with its belly, which is stuffed into its legs. So your theory 
about the size of things is not totally crazy because the, we talked about the coconut crab before, which is the big crab that ate that that is thought maybe to have been have a Amelia Earhart. They have branchiostegal lungs. They have these lungs that allow them to breathe air. So, in order for them to get that big and be on land, they had to develop lungs. Yeah, and the the uh, the the idea is that mm, a long time ago, the air the the atmosphere was much more oxygen rich. Oxygen rich. Which is why we, it's theorized that there were much larger insects because big dinos they could survive. And I was, I've been um, my my son and my daughter are really into animals right now, and they've cut they've taken to asking me what everything eats, which has really stretched my knowledge of animals um, because I know what a lot of things eat, but I don't know what everything eats, and so I kind of have to come up with something on the spot and usually the answer is bugs or grass <laughs> um for s birds and frogs and lizards and all i just say bugs um and it's true like a lot of things depend on uh bugs or they eat something that eats bugs along this food chain so if you had very if you had an, an environment with very large bugs then that would be a food source that could sustain much larger animals. Which would make sense. If you can no longer, if the bugs, if the large bugs can no longer survive because the oxygen in the atmosphere went down considerably. And the now only. The birds and lizards that eat bugs, the large bugs need to get smaller. Yeah, they would, only the small ones would survive because the large ones wouldn't get enough food to, to, to live. Uh, and so on and so forth. That makes True. sense. Plus, like, I wonder if it was colder then, because they say that you can be bigger if you live in a colder environment because you retain too much heat. Which is like, elephants have to have big old ears and methods to beat the heat. Mm -hmm. The biggest things live in the hottest places. Explain that. Um, blue whales? No, the biggest land things, I guess. Okay, 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 okay. Um, we killed and ate all the thing, the big things that lived in the cold places. The mammoths. Because <laughs> we were thinking, we were thinking it's too cold. I need to get my metabolism going so let's eat like a mammoth steak yeah yeah pretty much we're way we are we are we are miles outside of a anything I really have any knowledge about <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I've got um yeah, same. So, uh, that was the giant sea spider for you out there in Podcastia. Uh, if you're feeling stressed, relax, close your eyes, and just take a nice, deep breath with your intestines, like the giant sea spider here in life, death, and taxonomy. Mm -hmm.
Hey Taxonomy Titans, I just want to remind you that we now have a Patreon. Patrons can see full video episodes and get shoutouts on the show. But ultimately, it's a way for you to help us cover some costs and get even better. Still, reviews are the best way to help us grow. So if you haven't left one yet, we'd really love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening and engaging. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast. <laughs> With we your leg the, intestines. Uh, we did the coconut crab before, and we did... The major fact was that they have a really strong grip with their claw. And we I don't know if we even talked about the fact that they breathe air. They breathe our air. They're on land breathing our air, these sea bugs. Yeah, don't a lot of crabs do that, though? I guess. 